0: Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.
1: Morning making Conversation is a motivational show to tell everyday people how individuals who are successful expand your options i always tell people you're only going to be successful in life if you have multiple streams of income my next guest i'm about to bring to the stage by the age of six he knew he wanted to be a comedian can you believe that by the age of six now that's that's called running around the house being stupid i don't know if he would be a comedian he regularly performs in comedy clubs across the country and is an ambassador for the united states government performing at bases all over the world Please welcome one of the funniest comedians I know to Money-Making Conversations, Mr. George Wallace.
2: Good afternoon. How are you? Good morning in some places. Good to talk to you today, Rashawn.
1: Uh, George Wallace, um, there's a lot of people that you've met in life, and um, somebody wants to speak to you. I don't know why anybody wants to speak to you other than me, because I've had
2: Listen too to many... Everybody wants to talk to me because I am somebody. I am living my dream. I love life. I love God. I love you, Richard McDonald, but I don't like Les Brown. (laughs) (laughs) I do not. I do not. I was listening, and I'm going, oh, my God, Les is on. And I just texted Les yesterday. Uh And uh, during this business conversation, his name was going to come up as an inspirational person. To talk to. So, yes, you're right. I don't like
3: him, but what he has to say, you better listen to it. Now, Mr. Brown, why did you hang around for this? Uh, You know, George is something else. But, you know, George literally saved my career. We're at a radio station in New York, and I know he, I mean, in in Washington, Mm D.C., and the program director did not like me. Mm -hmm. And so I had a morning show. I remember. Mm -hmm. And George, my co-host, and he put all slow records on. Mm Mm-hmm. And and he just was very negative toward me, and so I decided that I was going to jack him up. <laughs> and so George, you went the, from motivational speaker to, to jacking somebody. That's up. right. I was the Mike he Tyson. He up. up. That's a lie. He was not going to
2: jack him up, uh, Rashad. He was going to literally throw the physically throw the man out of the window. Yes.
3: And so George, <laughs> who's six four, got between us, and he says, "Les." He says, nobody knows him. Mm-hmm. He said, but everybody knows, knows you. you. Absolutely. He Absolutely. said, you cannot do this. Absolutely. And he stopped me. You have to have someone who can speak to you and you listen to. Absolutely. And I listened to him. And, and so I stopped because I was going to tear that studio up with him. He was because he was trying to sabotage me. Mm-hmm. But George said, it doesn't matter. Just do what you have to do. Right. And, and he just held me to a higher standard. I lost it.
1: Right, 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 right. The frustration. And a lot of people do that in life. You know, they
3: forget Mm -hmm. their roles in life. You know, I always tell people who you hang around with. It makes it because there's some people who say, yeah, get him. Yes. You see, no, he didn't do that. Yeah, The other thing is I was fascinated with George. I saw him the first time he came on television on the Johnny Carson show. I wondered why would he not change his name given George Wallace, the, Alabama. the, 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 the white segregationist. Mm-hmm. And I asked him on the air, I said, why didn't you change your name and come out with another name? And he said, and he accomplished this. He said, I decided that I was going to make George Wallace a good name. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And so mm. when people think about George Wallace now, they don't think about the segregationists. No. They think about George Wallace, the comedian who make people feel good about themselves, make people laugh. And and he brings a lot of joy. So I admire that because he could have easily decided, you know what, I'm, I'm going to change my name so I can be more accepted. But he didn't do that, and his talent overrode the reputation of George Wallace, the segregationist. Forty years worth. Yes. We love you, Uncle George. You're such a classic Thank- man.
2: Thank you,
1: owner. God bless
2: you today. Something
1: You know everybody. You know everybody. Okay? I you know, know he got 45 I I kids. Everybody. How do you know her voice? I know her
2: voice. I know her face. And why don't you call him a Les Brown? His name is Les Black.
1: Look at <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Oh my God. I, oh my I had a call with you, George. I said, we are not going to be funny on the show. We're going to okay, talk about life, you know. Yes. But it's hard to talk to a fool and stop them being
4: <laughs> funny. Oh, my Lord. Okay, let's
2: <laughs> not. we won't do any more jokes. We'll just talk about the good things of, about living life. Life is so good. Let's do that. Yes. And making yes. money at the same time.
1: And making money at the same time. So, yeah. do you have anything to say for you, well, know, Mr. Brown? I, uh, Mr. Well, black, uh, Mr. Yeah, black, Mr. Yes, black. Yeah, thank
3: you very much. Listen, George called me less brown and more black, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they me one
2: not be funny with les brown on les brown is crazy you know i yeah. mean i hear him speak in church and i go look at that fool up there you know i cuss in church now mm-hmm. I, was, I really cuss because i met a man in atlanta his name is walker Flocker flame mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yes you know, yes rapper walker Flocker, walker it Flocker, ain't cussing but it, it sure is close isn't it <laughs> 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 so when les walked up in the pulpit i said this walker Flocker gonna be up there for 35 minutes <laughs>
3: I got to pray for him. He needs a lot of prayers and a
1: lot of help. Hey, George, uh, Ona Ona got a question for you right now, okay? Yes. Got a question for you right now. Yes, sir. Uncle George, we're talking about money and success. There's a lot of athletes and comedians and celebrities that have died broke after making millions of dollars. One of the things I respect about you, you've obviously managed your money well and been able to continue your success For years, so many years. How do you what do you uh what would you attribute
2: that to? Well I'm known from day one. There's a a term called show business and you have to separate those two. There's a show Mm -hmm. and then there's business. Right. And a lot of people don't know because I am a comedian, because I am foolish, but the bottom line is I'm a serious guy about living well. Right. And everybody should live well. There's no reason why you shouldn't live well and God wants you to live well. I mean, why shouldn't you prosper them? The money's out there. Sometimes a friend of mine used to drop a hundred dollars on the floor on the way to the stage. Right. And they would, she would mention the fact that there's a hundred dollars on the floor and it just sitting there waiting for somebody to pick it up. You just got to go get it. Mm. You want some money, go get it. And, I, and you got to have it. It's in your head to be successful. I've known since day one in school that uh, the school wants, the school teacher wants asked, Who's going to be a millionaire. I'm the only one with my hand up. It's embedded in you that that's what you're going to do. You got to live your dreams. A matter of fact, You've got to read Les's book. That will help you out a lot. Live your dreams. Visualize what you want in life, and you can have anything, and you work, too. Because, let me say this. You know what millionaires do? Hmm. They work. Yeah. All millionaires work. Look at everybody successful. They work. But you've got to think when you have this money, you can't throw it away. We've got these successful football players and basketball players, all these athletes, let me say that. They get three thirty $30 million contract. First thing they do is buy a $40 million home. Well, they don't know that money's not always going to be coming in. Right. And so when the contracts stop, the bills, the, the house note keep, continues. Absolutely. Right. So that's why you see people, they do the wrong, they make the wrong decisions. You know, you got to take that money and save it, and you don't need five uh, Rose Rosses unless you just got, you know, like a, a Floyd Mayweather if you get that, got that kind of money, but you can have fun. But then but he owed the government plan. $22 million, though, back tax. Yeah.
1: So that's the money-making conversation he has to deal with now, $22 million that he owes in taxes. But
2: there's nothing but him. He's, he's going to fight one night, and he can pay it off. How about that? He's going to make $100 million on the fight. But you still got to pay taxes on that, too, now. There's always taxes, well, that's, now. There's always tax. That's one thing you got to do, too. Rashad, don't <laughs> you ever forget that. That's another way to get it in trouble. Pay your tax. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point I want to pay my tax. So well, I add an additional sums of money just for miscellaneous charges that I may not know about. That they might come back and talk to you about. Exactly. I'm going to tell you something,
1: George. Exactly. I'm going to tell you something, George, because I'm going to keep your wire around for a minute because of the fact Mm -hmm. that, you know, man, to be funny in generations, you know, and I say generation, every decade, and to be funny, because you, let's let's be real, like I was with Mr. Brown earlier, I just wanted to talk about the dynamics of longevity and greatness. And you were before Deaf Comedy Jam. Mm Yes, sir. So... So and you know this is true, because I had to deal with this. When you making white people laugh, a lot of people thought you probably couldn't make black people laugh. Is that true?
2: I don't know what is true. I've always made everybody laugh because I'm I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. I love people and always knew that I love making them laugh. And I, I'm kind of different because it's very hard for me to see color. Yes, sir. I, I know one color. I know green.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know that's
3: right. Yes, indeed. Right, right,
2: yes.
1: right, right. <laughs> and the, and that that inspires you. So the transition when when Def Comedy Jam came about didn't affect you at all.
2: Didn't affect me all and I went on and I did Deaf Comedy Jam.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: did it. I hosted it a few nights. Mm-hmm. So I've had fun in both arenas mm-hmm. and I just love making people black, white, I don't I used to do the bit, I don't care whether you're black, white, blue or green, you know, as long as you're having fun mm-hmm. because there's nothing better than my job as a comedian is the greatest job in the world and happens to be the hardest job as far as the show business is concerned, the hardest job in the world is to go... Public speaking is the most feared thing to do in life. Right. And when we got to go on stage, we don't only, only have to speak. we got to get laughs. we got to produce jokes. we got to right. deliver jokes. Right. And it's harder than any other form, art form, form out there. So I love doing it, and they reward me with pay. And, no, I so often say I would do it for free. Why? Because I honor my essence. I love what I do, and I love to show people what I do. Because when you make people happy... You you can't go wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, Just think about it. You can't even fake a smile without feeling better.
1: That's amazing. That's true. Now they they gotta leave. You gotta go to the break, please. Uh, you know, if you go do some condolences or say he black, he white, you know, tell by the owner. Do your thing, George and Mister Brown. You do your thing. Less brown, more black. Well, listen, <laughs> Mongolian. <laughs>
3: See, I got tagline for you, tag get, yeah, to yeah, you uh, yeah. too. No, I call <laughs> him the Mongolian. You ugly <laughs> Mongolian. <laughs> Well, George's family. I love George, and I tell you, it was a blessing. We used to do this show together, and we had a great time. Yes, sir. And we found out on the air that our show was canceled, didn't we, George? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, we found out on the air reading the news, Mm -hmm. and and, and it shows. uh, But we were very graceful, and we thanked everybody, and we were grateful for the two years we were on, and we didn't say anything negative and and bowed out. Yes, and, and so... And I went
2: on to New York City to W uh, K, KPRS to become on a, a New York radio the next day. I about, didn't even have a job. Just walked <laughs> in and sat down.
3: Yes, yes. So there are things going to happen to you in life, and you have to roll with the punches. Absolutely. Absolutely. George, take care. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. You know you're going to get sued. You know that's my saying. I love you, and there's absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be
1: back. We're bored. We want to thank Mr. <laughs> Mr. Les Brown for coming back,
2: sharing some foolishness with
1: George Wallace, his talented daughter, owner. We'll be back. I want to find out about George Wallace. He's pursuing a dual coursework at the University of Phoenix in DeVry. DeVry. George Wallace at DeVry. Some comedy somewhere in there. Be right back with more Money Making conversation. Welcome back to Money Making Conversations. I have him on hold because I'm about to bring him back up, the incredible comedian, George Wallace. Welcome back to the show, George Wallace. Good to be back, sir. George, known you a long time, brother. I remember when yes, I came sir. up to Houston, New York City in 1988, uh, I met you at Catch a Rising Star. I was just a young comedian, didn't know how to tell a joke. And you stopped me and you spoke to me. That's the type of guy you are, man. You know, No matter how famous you are, you inspired me to continue my dream just by speaking to me at a bar. So with that, well, mean, with that being said, who are you, George? Who,
2: who, what, 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 all these years, who is George Wallace? Man, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked me that because the most important thing, let me tell you who I am. I am the most blessed person you have ever met. I am uh, the, perhaps one of the happiest people you've ever met. Mm-hmm. I am happy. I love life. I love living. I love people, and mm-hmm. I love my career. And I love America. I like, I like the world. I like the world so much. You know when you hear people say, God bless America, mm-hmm. and the president say that, and God bless America?
4: Mm-hmm. I'm the
2: guy that said God bless everybody. God bless all of us, America, South America, North America. Yes, God bless. And then God does bless.
4: Mm-hmm. And we're
2: all blessed. I'm just happy living. And if I die tomorrow, I've been so blessed. I have everything I could have ever wanted, a career. I got money. I got F-you money. Okay, I've been mm-hmm. working hard. I have mm-hmm. a money. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know what that is. We'll explain that later. Mm-hmm. But I am a free man. I am happy more than anything else. I'm, I, got, I don't know what to say, financial. I'm secure. I love God. God is in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't do nothing without him. And life is just good. And with that being said, what, what
1: why a be quiet comedian? Because you said that you knew you wanted to be a comedian when you were six years old. And I can honestly tell you, I didn't find out who I was to was about 32 you know
2: yeah, right well what happened at six years old i was a kid and i used to watch tv and uh well before even tv we had red fox and moms maybe right. and judge pick me markham we used to listen to their records and and what's the best thing to do ever in life is laugh I, I guess i've always been a happy baby a happy boy a happy student a happy friend a happy person i just picked happiness and and uh, i'm born raised in the church and uh Maybe that has something to do with my career guidance. My my, actually, I went to church. I told somebody the other day, I went to church so much that when I first got my, I got my first job to ask me, could I work on Sunday? I told them, hell yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 I had been to church mm-hmm. so much. I said I need to do something different, but I just enjoy life and I love living. And uh, it's uh, just being six years old, and I would take those jokes from Judge P. me, Markham, and Richard Pryor, and. Uh, 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 I said Red Fox, uh, I would take those jokes back to school the next day and tell those jokes, Milton Berle, Johnny Carson. Anytime I heard a funny joke, mm-hmm. I, would, I would tell the joke to the kids and they would laugh in school. Even the school teacher, I was not a class clown, but I was an instigator. I never will forget one day, I, you know, we used to pass the notes around the room in school. Right. I passed the note around and said, if you have holes in your drawers, maybe it's proper to say underwear, <laughs> but it said, if you have holes in your drawers, smile. So the note was going all around the room and the right. teacher saw the note. And the note was on the other side of the room. She Mm -hmm. said, give me that note. And she took the note up to her desk. She sat down and she read the note. And she started smiling. Then the class cracked up. And you know what she said? George Wallace, out of everybody in the room, she knew I did it. Right, 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 right. right. (laughs) She knew I did it. But it was making people laugh at that time. I used to make my school teachers laugh. I have a school teacher that's living right now. Her name is Mrs. Tropsy Brewer. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia. She's 86 years old. She used to make me stay after school to tell her jokes. And you know what she said to me one day? I told her a clean joke because she was a school teacher. Absolutely. You know that ain't the kind of joke I want to hear. She wanted to hear dirty jokes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Not 86. You don't do that.
1: You don't do that. You don't well, do that.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, back then she did. And she's still crazy today. We still have fun. I still right. know all my school teachers. Right. I know everybody. But it has always been about happiness for me. It's just like I say, growing up in the church, you leave church, what do you do? You come home and mock the preacher. That's Absolutely, what, one of my best Absolutely. bits right now is the preacher telling. That's why I became a comedian because the preacher would always tell a joke. I call it a lie sometimes. You Ever hear the preacher walk up in the pulpit says, "I won't be long." Right, 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 right. <laughs> that's a joke. That's all. Especially in a Baptist church. To stop now. Especially yeah, in a Baptist every, all church. All the churches, every church. I'm Lord. Trying to stop now. I just I got, know, got a couple of words it's your to your say. Down. Good Lord, hey George, what's this about Phoenix University and DeVry University? I have no idea. I just know they're on every corner. I don't know. When I first saw it. Phoenix at the University, I'm going, like, why is this school in Georgia? Why is it in Ohio? Every exit has a University of Phoenix, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, they used to be a joke, but I think they're legit now. But it's just like a joke, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. I, that's just a joke thrown in my bio, obviously. A joke? Oh, you, oh, you, 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 you mean I took it serious? Yeah, you, you, you're not right. You, you know, you haven't been right since they shot your mama at the Cincinnati Zoo. I'm going to tell you but something, bro. I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something, brother. Don't you be doing no mama jokes
1: with me on Money Made Conversations. I, I won't. I'm uh, not, you I'm not, know, not I let that money. slip in, man. I let you slip in on me like that because my mama listened but to my you show, man. No you, I'm going to start crying no on you, George Wallace, now because I can't compete no with cry. you, boy. I can't no compete cry. with you now. I know you're a
2: veteran. I know you're a veteran. I do those anymore. I don't even do those anymore.
1: Now, you're still out there on the road, George. Are you playing yes, venues, comedy clubs? What is, what's, what's the game plan for George Wallace in
2: 2017 and moving forward? Guess what it is? Three words, two words, making money. And I make money because I love making money, but I also make money because I enjoy what I do. I honor my essence. I still get out there and show people who I am, what I do. This week alone, I'm going to go to Los Angeles tomorrow. I'm going to do five TV shows with Byron Allen. Right. What, what, it's called? What's so funny? Mm-hmm. next week I'm going to do a show with, uh, I'm the grandfather on Casey undercover. That's, um, the cute young girl named Zendaya mm-hmm. and her dad is Kadeem Hardiston. I'm his daddy. Mm-hmm. So we got four weeks of that shooting. We're busy out there. I just finished a movie with Morgan Freeman called Villa Capri, Morgan Freeman and Tom Lee Jones. Uh, I'm just busy. Um, I'm doing concerts all over the country. I'm doing a concert uh, tour with uh, it's called the Original Gangsters of Comedy. Oh, yeah, Maine. that
1: was just through Houston on uh, uh, Father's it's Day weekend, correct?
2: Exactly. We did That's it originally. Uh, DC Curry. J., J., J. Anthony Brown, Hope Flood, and, uh, and uh, a kid out of Houston. Uh, man, he's out of Houston.
1: Man, I don't uh, care. We'll, about we'll
2: come over to his name later, but I'm he working can't remember his everywhere. name,
1: like, Is he selling tickets, man? I know George Wallace he... sells tickets, I know Hope Flood sells tickets. I know DC Curry sells tickets. And then you got one more person?
2: Yeah, and it used to be with it uh, used to be with Doug Banks, uh, and he lives there, Rush. Rush. Yeah, he's on the air here. I know. Rudy Rush. Yes. Rudy Rush, man, Rudy Rush. We're having fun. He sells tickets too. Everybody's a headline <laughs> And that's what's so good about it. Rush, uh, shut up now, messing with my tour. The old gangster so tour. We're making money. We're making money out there and I'm busy and uh I'm still working for the government, of course. I work for the Pentagon. Yes, sir. Entertain the top, the top commanders around the world, and uh, I'm busy. Like I'm just blessed. Man. Now let me ask you just this: blessed. Now,
1: because you can't, because you can slow down. I remember when you had the Vegas show at the Flamingo Hotel. Ten years. Ten years you had that. You, Mister Las Vegas. But yes. But let me ask you this: Is because you you mentioned a lot of things. I mean, even uh, uh, that's a that's a career right there that you just mentioned right there. What yes, is sir. the what? What's the next step for for you, George? What, what, you do? what yeah. do you want to do? What do you want to do besides what you're doing, which is exceptional? Am I asking a generic question that say, Richard, I'm doing what I want to do? Well, are there other no, things uh, besides a book? I um, know there's another sir. book what, coming somewhere.
2: Yeah, I did a book, and I'm going to do another book. Well, the reason I do what I do, uh, and you talked about the career in Las Vegas. I did something. I went there for 30 days and it turned out to be 10 years. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And what happened was I didn't know it, and it happened to me so quickly, Mm -hmm. and I was into the the groove. My ultimate goal, guess what my ultimate goal was in life? Mm -hmm. Was to headline Las Vegas. And I was there for eight years. I'm going, oh, my God, I've done it. I've been in Las Vegas longer than it worked the stage longer than any African American ever at the Flamingo. And the most important thing is, and since your show is about money, Rashad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did not work for the hotel. I owned the show. I know. I paid the 26 workers. I did all of the marketing. I did all of the advertising. I did all of the promo. It's not your name when you get to Las Vegas. It doesn't matter who you are. You've seen entertainers go in and out of Las Vegas, big names, and don't make it after a few weeks. But I was there because I had the experience and the professionalism of. Uh, the business mind, let's put it like that, mm-hmm. to go and visit every hotel, the mindset, mm-hmm. to visit every concierge at every hotel personally, shake their hands at least once every six months. It's, it doesn't matter who your name is. This, you got ticket brokers out there selling tickets. They're going to sell the tickets that they make the most money off before they sell your ticket. So that's why some entertainers didn't make it in Las Vegas. you got to go out and you got to shake right. hands. Mm-hmm. Just, it doesn't matter what your name is. you got to go to people like... Uh, uh, t- time shareholders, those, those people that sell time shares, they buy thousands of tickets a day. So you got to get into the, the business mind, how can I sell this? And then I also I was in advertising. Mm-hmm. If I went to Las Vegas. People used to say, I had five trucks going down the street, back to back to back to back to back to back. George Wallace. People say, why would you put five trucks back to back? Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I said, well, why would you ask me about it? There you go.
1: Because it means they noticed it. They saw it. They saw the message. They saw the message. There you
2: go. And that's important. So there's a business. the show, and then there's a business. So at night, at 10 o'clock, the best 10 p.m. show in Las Vegas for 10 years, I was on stage telling jokes. I owned the show. I might do an hour. I might do an hour and a half. But I owned the room. I could do what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But during the day, I was handling the business part.
1: For 10 years, a decade in Vegas. African-American male.
2: Exactly. And it had never been done before. I did it, thank God. And... I was on stage one night, and my best friend went on stage. He said, we've been doing this for 10 years. America needs to see you again, so we're going to close the show. That's what my best friend said, Yeah, and he knows he knows more about money than anybody, mm-hmm. and he quit a, a successful show mm-hmm. in his prime. So I said, you're right. i got to get back out in America. That's why I'm out doing the tours and making money and doing television, doing the movies. Life is just good.
1: Hey, George, I, I called you personally, asked you to call and do my show. You said, Rishon what time, and you've done it. And uh, I think more importantly, you told people about you and uh, what it takes to be successful if they want to follow in your footsteps, not only as a comedian but as a person in life. So in closing, George, what what nuggets of inspiration would you give my listeners a money-making conversation?
2: And a money-making conversation. Think about what you're doing. Honor your essence. Don't be afraid to put your business out on the street. And don't be afraid to uh, to make choices that take chances mm-hmm. don't be in the fishbowl the fish in the fishbowl goes back and forth
4: mm-hmm. sometimes
2: you got to jump out of that fishbowl and get into a new world and enjoy what you want to do don't be afraid to fail mm-hmm. you know when i was in sales in new york city the, i was vice president of the world's largest outdoor advertising company our formula was every 12 no's then you get a yes, Can yes you imagine? that's hard some people can't deal with that you got to keep knocking on the door no 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 no, no. Mm-hmm. Well, you keep working hard you're going to get a yes mm-hmm. as i said before there's something in the struggle. You've got to work. Rich people work. You've got to get out there and work for, for it, and you'll notice. Look at you. you work for many a year,
4: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just
2: grows, and, and then all of a sudden it gets in your system. Yes, you sir. don't know nothing to do but try to do better. And then sometimes you're not running for more money. You're just making money just because you're happy doing what you do. Absolutely. You've heard the phrase before, when you love what you do, you never have a job. Absolutely. I love what I do.
1: And I thank you, my I brother. I love
2: what I do. I appreciate And I made you. the money. I appreciate, yes, I appreciate you. you. I Thank you. I love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Let's and make I, and, I, and more I
1: won't. Money. Hey, man, let's talk soon and uh, eat some meals, okay?
2: Okay, because i got to tell you something about making more money. As my daddy said once, I know you got to go, but my daddy said once, life is like a crap sandwich, okay? Uh-huh. So he told me to get all the education I can and make all of the bread I can because the more bread you have, the less crap you got to eat. Now you can <laughs> paraphrase that if you want to, okay? <laughs> have a good day. Thank the you, John. The more bread you have life is like a crap sandwich you know how to fix it up thank you my brother
1: the
0: legendary (laughs) George Wallace on money making conversation you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and they sound just as amazing unlike some of your other wireless options Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems and of course they don't just look great they sound great too and they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go so go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.